This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt's Countdown to 2021. Join this exclusive newsletter and free community of like-minded achievers who are committed to turning 2020's disappointments into 2021's greatest successes. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash countdown. And I Good thing you have a journal to where you can look back and see what you did. Well, that's exactly, that is exactly. Wait, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say plan. <laughs> I feel like I just showed all of our cards. The big reveal. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. Stay focused. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. With Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey, Courtney. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for dropping by the old Zoom closet for this podcast uh, recording. Yes. Always good to be here with you. Sometimes I really wish everybody listening could actually listen to just like the five minutes before we start the podcast, because there's always something funny that has happened or, you know. Yeah, we go from, you know, before we become the most productive podcast on the internet, we actually start as maybe the most unproductive people on the internet. <laughs> and then we hit record and turn a corner. <laughs> Have you ever done this, or maybe you've heard this recently, especially this year, where someone says, wow, I can't believe it's already November. Whoa, where did the month go? It's already fall. (laughs) Do you mean, have I said that yet today? That's, (laughs) yeah, because like every day I'm like, can you believe? Well, I just think especially because of the year we've had, I just, I keep thinking back to March and thinking... You know, I I guess, you know, like I kept thinking things would be different than they've actually played out to be Um, and how like short I just thought, oh, we just have to get through this little season. And then here we are. And I keep being like, can you believe that it's already November? Like, how? How is it possible? Yeah, I've definitely been there. I think our listeners could probably relate to this, but. That's one thing. It's another thing even to get to the end of a quarter and feel like, oh, I'm not even close to my goal. Yeah. Remember remember right. when I was so silly? What was I thinking when I set this yeah. goal? Because we just get in this flurry, this mm-hmm. pace of going from thing to thing, and it feels like life is just happening to us sometimes, and maybe even especially this year, because everyone in some way, shape, or form has been affected by some very serious things, a global pandemic. It can feel like, oh, life is just happening and I'm just kind of hanging on and getting through it rather than proactively being connected to every day and feeling like you're really living it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I feel like in a lot of ways, I don't know if this is true for you too, but I just can kind of distract myself by being busy and going from one thing to the other. And it Mm. almost kind of distracts from like what actually is happening. Um, And then you get to the, you get to November and you're like, well, did I just live 2020? I don't, I don't know what just happened in 2020. 
Well, good thing you have your planner. That way you can kind of look back and see what you've actually accomplished in this uh, crazy 2020. That is true. What's interesting today is we're actually going to be talking about another resource that really accompanies your planner in a totally different way. And, you know, if I'm honest, I will say I have not been a journaler. I have not been someone that journals previously. But I do wonder, you know, as I look back on this year specifically, you know, how it would have been different if I had been in this practice of journaling. So, and I think the cat is out of the bag. Should we go ahead and let people know, guys, about what's happening next week? Let's do it. Meow, meow. Okay. (laughs) I was expecting one of you to, you know. Next week... Courtney is dropping her first ever major label rap album. That that it's noise I just tape. made is like the epitome of why that, that is beatboxing? so far. Like, what was that? Was, I don't know. Were, what it were was. you shushing your daughter? I couldn't I don't tell. Know. It was so bad. Oh gosh, I need to like never anything associated with any kind of music ever. But next week we are um, releasing and brand new version of our full focus journal. And guys, it is epic, especially the way that it implements with your full focus planner. So we're really excited about that. Let me let me say why I'm excited about it. Because I'm someone that likes to journal, but I haven't always liked to journal. And mm. today we're, we're actually going to talk about why you need a journaling practice. Because if you don't currently journal, you're like, I don't need a journal. I listen to Blake on a podcast, so I, I have all the knowledge I need. <laughs> Maybe I already use my planner. While it's kind of a form of journaling, and to a degree, yeah, it is. You're you're cataloging your agenda, your actions. But there's something really critical about journaling, which is it gives you space to assign meaning. It gives you space to process and assign meaning to what you're experiencing, to those actions that were in your planner, to the agenda items that were in your planner, to the circumstances that you're going through. What happens to us isn't nearly as important as the meaning that we assign to it. The new planners we have are great because they really make it easy, especially if you've never journaled before or if you've tried and it just hasn't worked, there's a lot to it. We'll, we'll, that's the end of this tease. We'll, we'll explain more about that particular product later. But for now, we really just want to talk about whether you use that journal or some other tool. We want to drive home that journaling is so valuable in whatever season you're in for a handful of reasons that we're going to dive into. Blake, I think we probably have a variety of listeners, some who do journal consistently, faithfully, and people who may not be into that practice quite yet. But what would you say to someone who just isn't into the whole practice at all? Well, I would look that person straight in the eye and I would say, Courtney, (laughs) you have got to start journaling. But journaling, in seriousness, journaling does help us go from that feeling of blur that feeling of I'm just reacting, 2020 is just happening to me and I'm just hanging on and my life is just happening to me. And then maybe you hit a goal and you feel emotionally disconnected from it. 
get out of reaction mode. Jur don't think about journaling as one more thing to do because you're already too busy. Think of it as a way to shift from always being in reaction to actually being able to respond. Today we're gonna dive in specifically to three reasons why you should start journaling. If you've done it before and it hasn't worked, if you're too busy now, just give us a few minutes here because we're gonna dive deep into some reasons that you'll wanna pay attention to. And Blake, I think this is important because journaling isn't just a feel good you know, exercise. It's actually an effective means uh, for personal growth, so. So, you know, the first reason, you know, that you may want to start journaling, and you've already mentioned this, Blake, is that journaling actually helps you learn from life. And goodness, this year, I think we probably all have some lessons that we could learn um, from this year. Uh, and frankly, you know, life is always happening, but that doesn't mean we're always learning from it. And, you know, I already talked about this a little bit, kind of how it's like, oh my goodness, how, how was it November already? Um, yes, I have lived through 2020, but whether or not I actually took any learning from it is all up to me. And journaling is a great tool to actually slow down and be able to go through that process. This is something I found out while using the journal is when you're aware that you're actually trying to write something down, whether it be the end of the day or, you know, the, the, the top of the next morning, you actually make your brain kind of document or capture those things you want to write down. So it makes it almost forces you to, to, to slow down throughout your day and to kind of capture, you know, little moments, whether it's something somebody said that you want to hold on to and say, hey, I need to remember to, mark, to write that down, you know, in my journal you know, a little bit later. So I agree with that, that it makes you just kind of slow down a little bit and take stock of what's going on throughout your day and, and, and capture those moments. Well, and I think what you're really saying is it helps you clarify, you know, what your thinking is on something. And then mm. you get to revisit it, you know, as you're journaling and actually sure. work on solving whatever that, that issue was, which is really the key to learning. You know, like if you never... If you never have the, the, if you don't clarify your thinking and then, you know, work on solving the problem, you know, you're really not learning from, from it. You're just kind of plowing through. I want to give an encouragement specifically to you listening to this podcast right now, because you're listening to a self-development podcast. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you listen to other podcasts that give you a lot of other learning lessons. Maybe you even subscribe to Audible. You listen to books. Maybe you go to a conference, you're always learning, and it can feel like collecting that knowledge is valuable. And you look back at your career, and maybe you haven't gone as far as you wanted to go. That's because, in my opinion, the most valuable lessons that you could actually learn are generally not happening in a book that someone wrote five years ago. They're actually happening in last week's activities. So journaling for me I connect it directly to the value I'm able to bring to what's most important to me. If it's my work, I know I'll be able to create more value at work if I learn the lessons, if I'm a one-time learner, if I learn the lessons from what happened last week. The sooner I learn those lessons, the less likely I am to repeat those mistakes, the better I can get. But it, journaling is directional, right? If you want to become a better parent, maybe that's all you journal about. You just journal about, oh, what... How did it go last week being a dad? <laughs> well, 
when I yelled at my kid, it, it surprisingly didn't work super well. Why did I do that, right? <laughs> like You can read a parenting book and get knowledge, but you're not going to learn until you start journaling. I think that's so key and something, you know, we really pride ourselves at Michael High and Company is that we're about you winning at work and succeeding at life. And I think a lot of times we think about journaling and we think about it in one context. You know, honestly, a lot of times we think about it as like teenagers that write in their diaries, you know, that's our context for journaling. But really, it's this incredible tool that can help you in so many different life domains if you will take the time to try it and apply it. Journaling helps you learn from your life. Learn from your life. Take the time to learn from it. Reason two, journaling helps you train your thinking. Train your thinking. You can train your brain by shifting what you focus on. This is a powerful thing. It's an underrated thing, in my opinion. This goes back to feeling like life's just happening to us, right? But you can optimize your brain, optimize how you think, simply by directing your focus differently. I think this is so key. I feel like probably everybody listening, you have experienced this firsthand by, well, Blake Verbs, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I don't. I, it hasn't been at Michael Hyatt Company, but have you ever worked somewhere where you had coworkers that were just negative all the time? Yes. You know, it was like whatever you talked to them about, it was just so sure. negative. And then even if you found yourself to be like a positive person, all of a sudden you found yourself just negative all the time, just like so cynical. And it's like yes. slowly over time, it had trained you to like think like that. And this journaling can actually do the total opposite, but in the good way, you know, like it can train you. Like if you want to have a gratitude practice, for example, you know, it can actually help you cultivate those practices and, and learn to be a more grateful person and a person that really looks at abundance rather than scarcity you know, that, that is so huge, especially if you're a leader, you know, if you find yourself always like, man, when I respond to things, it's always out of scarcity. Right. This journaling can be a huge tool for you. It's interesting how our brain wants to answer the questions that we provide it. And if you're asking yourself questions that are inherently negative, you end up with negative thoughts, which then lead mm -hmm. to use the word scarcity, but certain type of behavior that it's kind of a energy drain for others. It's typically not helpful. And with journaling, you can leverage that reality by literally prompting yourself with better questions and then journaling in that direction. So you mentioned gratitude. That's great. So what am I thankful for? That's just a just an example. What am I thankful for? You end up writing or what what are 10 things that I'm thankful for? going to be hard to take the time to write 10 things you're grateful for and then get done and be like, and everything stinks just like I thought before. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> well, and I think that, I mean, truly, if we're left to like our own devices, you know, if you think about, you know, 
if you are one of those people that like wakes up in the middle of the night, I think this is really telling. And you wake up in the middle of the night and then your brain starts like running through all the things. And what your brain ends up thinking about is like what other people think, you know, like how your performance stacked up to somebody else, you know, or just like rehashing like a conversation that you're like, oh, I could have said this that way, you know, and maybe if I would have done this. Like that is the way our brain will operate if we let it. Like if we don't train it to operate differently, that's what we're going to get, you know, and that's kind of a painful place, a painful mindset to live in. Right. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier is it it forces you to think about these things and capture Mm -hmm. those moments as you go through your day. Because if you know I'm in my journal and my journal, you know, provides some sort of prompt that asks me about gratitude or gratefulness. Well, I need to start logging those moments that I encounter throughout my day so I can write them down. And, you know, I do, you know, I'm able to, to, to train my brain to think like that and look for those things as they happen in life. Yeah, like it's that. so true. If you take the time to write or journal, it's almost like a mindfulness exercise. They say that about meditation where you're taking time to meditate. It's not just about the 15 minutes you take in the morning. It's about the moment where your patience is tested when you're on the road in traffic it kind of comes back to you. And I think that long-term journaling habit really does help rewire your brain in a similar way. Now, I feel like there's probably some people listening right now that are just like, yeah, I just don't like writing. Uh, So I don't know, what would y'all say to people that are like, I just like don't like the writing? I have one helpful thing and then one sassy thing. Which okay. one should I say? Shoot. Sassy. I love the sass. Sassy? Okay, we'll do yeah. sassy and then we'll then we'll do helpful. Okay. My sassy thing is um you know, what do you dislike more? Writing or repeating the same mistakes over and over again and never making more money or having a better relationship? Ooh, that Oh god. Sassy indeed. I came I to play. Sassy, I thought your sassy answer was just going to be like you need to get over it. Second oh, half, no, you know, I'm, I'm serious. Important. Well, it's true. Well, the truth is that we do this all the time, right? Like, yep. I don't like f- flossing, but you know what? I get, I get less gingivitis and I, I dislike <laughs> gingivitis more than I dislike flossing. Right. Well, you do That's like your point. teeth. I do like you my teeth. Exactly. Good possible, point. Yeah. Good point. Exactly. This is just the, officially an anti-gingivitis podcast. <laughs> but Brought to no, you so I am I'm being sassy. That's probably a, a negative, you know, I don't mean to like have frame a negative light, but it's true. You know, I think there's an element to like, don't focus on, you know, what you don't like, but what you do like. And practically speaking, I think it's probably more true that it's not that you don't like to write. Um, similarly, it's like, I. it's not that I don't like, exercising i i do I'm, i like the result of exercising having exercised right i think what's hard is what i don't like is getting up early in that cold car driving to my gym and it's still dark right and with writing it's like you don't like a blank page mm-hmm. you don't like feeling oh blake said ask good questions well i can't think of any questions i'm tired and i'm running late and da da right so the full focus journal is brilliant for folks that don't like to write because that hard work is already taken care of. There's built-in prompts to help you notice what you should be paying attention to. So it's just responding to a prompt, not having to become a prolific novelist in your journaling. 
Yeah. I think when I hear the word journaling, that's a long paragraph upon paragraph of thoughts pouring onto the page, that sort of thing. When really it could just be as simple as a thought that you're capturing on a page. It doesn't have to be something long to where you're, you know, a small novel or anything like that, but it's just getting stuff out of your head, things that you've thought, emotions you've been feeling um, and, and capturing those. Ugh, that's a good word. A real life example. A lot of times I don't feel like I have nearly as much time to journal as I want to have. Mm-hmm. But at the end of my work day, I make it a part of my workday shutdown to just ask, what did I notice about today slash what what lesson did I learn? And so, for instance, I oh, I had a meeting with so-and-so. I noticed that they didn't respond well when I said this comment or when I did whatever. And so then I, I just write that down. I don't really force myself to do much more with it, but it naturally begs the question, the next prompt I, I like is, you know, how can I apply that lesson tomorrow or how can I apply what I learned? Yeah. And just a, a little prompt like that. We've got prompts like that in the full focus journal where it's like, what did you, what do you notice or what lesson came out of your activities yesterday? I mean, it's, it's so little time and it's just a few sentences, but it takes me out of reaction, puts me into proactive response mode and feel more powerful the next day. So again, the first reason is journaling helps you learn from life. The second reason is journaling helps you train your thinking. And the third reason is journaling helps you cultivate self-awareness. And guys, I I think this one is so huge if you are a leader of people. You know, one of the most important practices of a leader is growing in self-awareness. Absolutely. Journaling helps you discover your why, why you do what you do, what you're feeling, what's going on in your heart. Do I feel sad? Do I feel happy? Where you're struggling, who you want to become. It's all of those things. It's a way to help you feel grounded, help you feel connected to yourself. If you struggle with that, I encourage you, it's it's not because that's your personality type. It's no one's personality type to feel totally disassociated from the life that they're living. You just need a tool. And journaling is a great tool to help you do that. Like, I think that's so true. And I think probably, again, you know, I think all of us could probably objectively look at the practice of journaling and say, yeah, I think it's really key for a leader to be growing in self-awareness. But if you're listening and you're a leader, you may be thinking, yeah, but that sounds like it would take some time and some work, you know, to get there. And I just don't have that time. And I think the answer to that is really, you know, not that this has to be a, you know, hour long activity that you do every day or, you know, something that's going to consume a whole bunch of bandwidth, although we probably can make the argument that it's worth that, but really just 15 minutes a day is really going to pay dividends. Well, and the truth is even 15 minutes a day can make a huge difference. Um, And I think, you know, we talk about this all the time and I'm like a broken record, but you can do an experiment, you know, just experiment with it and try it, try it for 30 days and see what it does um, to your leadership, to your most important relationships, um, I think you'll find that it's really fruitful. 
It's really cool because you can notice patterns and averages. I think that's powerful. So you don't have to take a ton of time to emotionally expand on everything. Just me personally, I don't do that every day. If I got deep into my feelings every day, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd be employed because I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> and I wouldn't have time to do anything else. But I do take time. I like to take time on Saturdays. There's a, a specific pocket of time. It's in my ideal week to kind of have more open processing. But the cool thing about just taking 5, 10, 15 minutes every day is you can just do some check-ins. And again, there's prompts mm -hmm. in the Full Focus Journal. Um, I, I create some of my own prompts too. You can do the same. But when you are checking in regularly, just how am I feeling, you end up with takeaways a month later or a week later to go, okay, was that just a bad day or is something really wrong? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you know what I notice is that every third week in the month because of such and such report that's due, I'm always feeling X, Y, and Z. So think about that investment of 5, 10, 15 minutes. Expect, if you're a leader, to make up that time easily, but probably gain hours and hours and loads of money back from that investment because consistency gives you averages and averages, it's just like any other data you're measuring, gives you trends and trends gives you confidence in setting strategy. That's why it's so helpful for leaders. So try it as an experiment, like Courtney said. And don't make me get sassy with you. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we almost forgot to tell them about the really exciting. Again, if you're like, you need a little extra motivation to experiment with this, we have a Ooh. really fun uh, thing that we're going to be doing here in just like a week or so. That's right. November 18th to 27th, we are doing a community-wide journaling challenge as a part of Michael Hyatt and Company's countdown to 2021. So I'm excited about this. I think it's going to provide a lot of energy. If you could use some energy, if you could use some life being breathed into your own journaling practice, go to michaelhyatt.com slash countdown, and you'll be able to opt in and be a part of that journaling challenge. And I, I'm going to up the ante even more. Why delay one more second? At the end of this episode, we're actually going to give you some space and give you some prompts to do some journaling. And for that, we will turn to the vocal butter we have come to know as verbs. So verbs is going to narrate that for us at the end, right? Do we agree to that, yeah. verbs? Are you in on that? We did. We did. And um, I will gladly journal prompt voice guy. Okay, good. <laughs> but are we doing that right right now? Are we doing that? No, no, it's at the end of the episode, but we're almost gotcha. there. We're in the home stretch. I'm just letting the people know. Yeah. They better stick around. It's on the way. And hopefully, you know, by listening today to these three reasons, you don't have to keep feeling like that life is just happening to you. Developing a journal practice will actually help you learn from your own life train your mind and cultivate self-awareness. So with that being said, Blake and Courtney, do you have any final thoughts for our focus on this team? My final thought is maybe you're hesitant to commit to a whole journaling practice and it may feel like a big hill to climb and you just don't have it in the tank right now. 
I totally get it, but I do want to encourage you, just try it as an experiment. That's what our team did. We've spent the last 30 days trying out the new Full Focus journal, which is why we can attest to just how awesome it is. And next week we'll share our thoughts from before and after. And I'd encourage you, just ask yourself this. If I take five, 10 or 15 minutes even to journal today, what might be easier off my schedule or more enjoyable, more fulfilling tomorrow? Take the challenge. That was real good, Blake. Ooh, thanks, Courtney. What an encouragement. Yeah. If everybody listening isn't like pulling over to start writing on some paper that they've got <laughs> at hand, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, thanks everybody for joining us on this week's episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and remember to use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And we'll be here next week again with another great episode. But until then, stay, stay focused. focused. All right, everybody, here's a quick reflection session that you can use to get started on your own journaling journey. Just take a second, hear the question, and think about it. All right, you guys ready? Let's get started. What have been the most powerful lessons of 2020 so far? What are you grateful for right now? As you think about the upcoming week and all that it holds, what are you feeling? What gives you hope? Now imagine if you were able to write down your answers and refer back to them a few months from now. That's the power of journaling. Join us November 18th through 27th for our community-wide journaling challenge by opting into Michael Hyatt & Company's Countdown to 2021 at michaelhyatt.com slash countdown.